Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Hope you guys had a wonderful week, and I hope you're going to have a wonderful weekend. For today's show, of course, I'm going to give the picks, and I'm going to actually do something I don't do a whole lot of. Yes, you may think I do, you know, you may think this show is just me ranting all day long, but I've been thinking about this really since... Hall of Fame weekend when the rumors of the Angels listening to teams who are asking, hey, is Shohei Otani able to be traded? I just, we're going to go on a rant on that. I mean, I, I, I could spend time on Julio Jones going to Tampa, and I might, you know, my take on that is, okay, he's a solid number three. You know, Ryan Jensen's injury might hurt the Bucks. Right now, who knows how bad the injury actually is. According to Todd Bowles, he's going to miss a significant amount of time. That doesn't mean to me it's season ending. Maybe it'll be uh, maybe six to eight weeks, maybe 12 to 16. But definitely not ready by opening day. Chase Young will not be ready for opening day for the Commanders either. But, and then Charles Barkley going... Back to TNT after he threatened to join the uh, Live Golf or LIV Golf Tour as a commentator. But you know what? Those are just small little stories for this. Today's show will be all about Otani-san. Yes, I'm not, and I will get to the picks first, and I'll give you my thoughts on a very quiet trade deadline so far. But, of course, the deadline is on Tuesday, and it'll end at 3, so we haven't even gotten to the crazy side of this. Remember, a year ago, this time a year ago, the Yankees pulled off the trade to get Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo on the same day. But, or actually not even a day, I think they were a day apart, but I think the Yankees want the Joey Gallo thing taken back, but... I'm going to spend an entire rant on Otani, so that's going to be the show. But first, let's get to the picks. As far as the NASCAR picks go, your boy finally did get one right. Remember, if you go back to last week's episode, I did have Danny Hamlin winning the thing. And if you listen a little further, I did have Chase Elliott as the backup choice. So, due to what happened Sunday night where Danny Hamlin and Kyle Busch got disqualified for having the little wrap, you know, the paint scheme of the car wrapped over some part of the car that'll help out the aero balance, uh, Chase Elliott ended up winning because the other two DQ'd. Uh, so, I'm right either way by default. So, I got the third win of the season Five races left in the regular season. Two spots remain. And we're heading to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Road Course. Yes, not the Brick Yard. The Brick Road Course. Which is honestly, if I went on a little further about that, I don't like the fact that NASCAR is racing at Indy on the road course. But... Because that's not what brought you to Indianapolis Motor Speedway in the first place. But we'll just leave that for another show. Probably after, probably before this show goes daily. I'll rant on this a little more throughout 
the rest of the summer. But as far as the pick for this week, I'm going to keep riding the Chase Elliott train. This time he'll be the top pick for the show. And as a backup, go with the most recent road course winner, and that was Tyler Reddick back at Road America in early July. In fact, the very first weekend of July. So either Chase Elliott or Tyler Reddick. So for this show, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott as the first pick. And if by chance, like happened at Pocono with Danny Hamlin, if anything happens to Chase Elliott, then go with Tyler Reddick as the backup choice. For the baseball round, and this is where we're all just going to have to lean back here. I'm going to give you the picks, going to give you my thoughts on the quiet part of the trade deadline, and then whatever time I have left, I'm going to try and hopefully get it through everybody's mind, even the mainstream baseball media's mind. Stop peddling rumors. Stop. Okay? Stop. Let's just get to the picks and then I'll just tell you why I just went on that little two-year-old tantrum there. But let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and give the picks for this weekend. Give you the pitching matchups for tonight too with two of them because there's some really feisty matchups coming. Yankees, Royals, of course. I know the Yankees have had a rough, rough start after the break as far as the team is concerned. You know, you've been 17 and 17. The Andrew Benintendi trade after one day, uh, not so great now, but Benintendi will be in the lineup tonight batting sixth. So maybe a spot, a spot lower in the lineup can give Benintendi less pressure. He can get back into his groove and maybe he'll help out the middle part of that lineup tonight against the Royals. So again, Royals-Yankees game number one. Game number two and series number two for this weekend to watch out for Cardinals and the Nationals. Only, only, because if it turns out that Juan Soto gets traded, and by the way, for any team, and I even said this during the week off while I was trying to collect these stories, for either a Juan Soto trade or even the rumor of Shohei Otani getting traded. Let's, you know what, let's just play a little hypothetical before I get to the other four. If either of those guys get traded, the team that has to get him, either of those men, either one of those players, you're going to have to at least give up four prospects and maybe a major league guy first. Like for Juan Soto... As a Yankee fan, i got to see how this benefits the Yankees. But in order to get Juan Soto, even though they might not need him, it would be nice if they did, but they might not need him. But if they did, Juan Soto would have to, you know, the Yankees would have to give up Joey Gallo and at least three prospects. I don't think they're going to give up Anthony Volope. I don't think they're going to give up that Dominguez dude down in, uh, I think it's Jason Dominguez down there in AA. I don't think they're going to give up any of those guys. But you're going to have to at least give up three, maybe four prospects in order to get them. No matter what team it is, no matter who it is, uh, that's what it might take 
to get either Soto or Otani, considering that there's a rumor out there. Still, still a little bit to go. But anyway, Royals, Yankees, uh, Cardinals, Nationals, all that to say that with all the trade rumors around Juan Soto, uh, this might be his final games inside, or not inside, but at the nation's capital coming up this weekend, and it's against the Cardinals. So that's game and series number two. Series number three, Blue Jays and Tigers. Series number four, Guardians and Rays, a pair of contenders for that wild card spot. Tampa has slowly slipped down. I believe they are the third wild card now. They were the fourth, but they were the top wild card like two weeks ago, even slightly after the break. But now they've slowly fallen off, and Seattle's jumped them. Now Toronto's the top one. But anyway, uh, Guardians and Rays, series number three, or series number four. Uh, series number five, including the prime matchup for tonight to look out for. Houston and Seattle. I know Seattle has not fared too well against the Astros this season, but they do have their ace and reigning AL Cy Young Award winner Robbie Ray on the hill tonight against Justin Verlander who has a 185 ERA so Seattle kept it close last night until Houston broke it up in 1-4-2 but watch that game because that one's probably going to be the first one to one run will end up winning so that series you got Mariners Astros and then, of course, for all my West Coast fans, we got to throw the team with the, although it's a tiebreaker, the team with the best record in baseball, the Dodgers, against the Rockies in Denver for the weekend. And then, I believe that's it. Let's check out the choices again. Okay, no. All right, cool. So, going to do these choices one more time. Dodgers, Rockies, Mariners, Astros, the Guardians and the Rays, the Tigers and the Blue Jays, the Cardinals and the Nationals, and the Royals and the Yankees. Although the Royals aren't that great this year, they at least are going to get some exposure considering you're playing the true best team in baseball, even though the records are a straight tie. But anyway, those are the games to watch and series to watch for this weekend. I think it's five, I think I only counted five, but at that point, it's just game picks. But anyway, let's see how much time I'm in. Okay, only 11 minutes. Not bad. Yeah, it's only 11 minutes in, so I can spend the last 10 minutes on this of this show, and then I'll be out, and you guys can enjoy your weekends. And enjoy all of next week. But here's the thing. And I've been reading this the last two days. There have been rumors going around. And once again, the mainstream baseball media is peddling it once again. They did on Hall of Fame weekend. They're doing it now. But it turns out the Angels are listening to offers on everybody, on trade offers from everybody, including Mr. Shohei Otani, 
who, by the way, is continuing his pitching sparkliness. I think he did, what, nine strikeouts last night, which ties him with Nolan Ryan for, what, most games with nine or ten strikeouts in a single season. I read that last night, but I forgot to stop the minute I woke up. The point is, why, why would the Angels do this? Why would any team want Shohei Otani? Yes, he has a unicorn. Yes, he's gotten, what, 95 innings. His ERA is below three, maybe even two and a half. I know I'm speaking quietly and poetically like a Shakespeare play, but that is because... None of this makes sense. None of it. Oh, but he's but it's entertainment value. He'll get the butts in the seats. He's a he is somebody we have never seen do this. Okay. I have one itty bitty itty little question for those that honestly believe, and thankfully the angels aren't that stupid. They're not even they're they're listening to it. But they're not pulling the trigger, and so that's at least the good news. The good news is the Angels aren't even, they're listening to it, but they're not even putting plans together. And hopefully with four days left in this trade deadline, they're not even going to spit at the idea. However, if they do, if I'm an Angels season ticket holder, if I'm Phil Nevin, if I'm... That GM sitting in the box right now, it's Perry, and I don't even know his last name, but let's say GM Perry, okay? If the Angels do this, you can kiss your season ticket holders goodbye. Yes, I know Mike Trout's got some back problems, and by the way, I've had back problems in the past before. They are nothing to mess with. They aren't. Your back is nothing to mess with. So as far as Mike Trout is concerned, get healthy, stay healthy, maintain it. You're going to have to for probably the rest of your life. So that's my only advice. As somebody who's had back injuries um, or had back issues, that's your advice. That's my advice. Just heal it, manage it as best you can because it's never going to go away. Or even if it does, you got to stay on top of it as much as you can. But back to Otani, why, why do people think that's a good idea? Yes, he's a unicorn. He's a YouTube star, meaning we've never seen this before. But, oh, by the way, considering his pitching line yesterday, they still lost. You're a good player, but you don't help your team win. You can do great things and help your team have a chance. But you still lost to nothing. The Angels are still 15 games under 500. They still underachieve like they've done for most of my adult life. And you want to trade the one guy, albeit not a great player, but a holy crap, we've never seen this guy player. We've never seen this type of player. You want to get rid of that? Because that's the only reason people are going to Angel Games at the Bay A now. That's the only reason. And you want to trade them away? I'm glad the Angels aren't doing it now, but considering how nuts 
GMs of all these sports can be sometimes, it wouldn't put it past me. And for the team that could trade him or could end up getting the Angels to pull a trigger on a trade for Shohei Otani, if you're the team that does this, I'm going to be screaming at the top of the... I've been screaming it to my friends, to my family, and even, you know, in private circles of my own. But I might as well say it on camera one more time. If you get Shohei Otani, if the trigger gets pulled and the Angels are dumb enough to trade him away, and that team that gets him has to trade away four to five prospects in order to do it. If, if it happens... You must, must only use Otani as a pitcher. That is where his value is. That's what helped him win MVP last year. It wasn't the 40 home runs. No. People go, well, he hit 40 home runs. Pete Alonso hit 53 his rookie year in 2018. Aaron Judge did 52. He's on, you know, Aaron Judge is on pace to try and break Roger Maris' single-season Yankee record. So hitting 40 home runs ain't that spectacular anymore. The reason he won MVP a year ago is because he did that and then some. He did that on the mound as well. My point is, and I'm going to leave it here, Otani is a unicorn. But he hasn't helped the Angels win yet. And if you're going to get him, use him as a pitcher. Because as a pitcher, he is more valuable. I respect him more as a pitcher than I do as a hitter. All I'm saying is, if you're the Angels and you're listening to these trade offers, automatically say no. No, 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 no. Just listen to him. And then hang up the phone. That's it. Listen to them for two to five minutes. If they can pitch it to you in that long. And then hang up the phone. Do not trade Otani. Because that's the only reason people are going to the big A in the first place. They are now. Especially with Trout and his back issues. That's the only reason now. So you got to keep your one attraction there. Now, he's eligible to go into arbitration next year. Then let it happen. Do what the do what Aaron Judge is doing to the Yankees right now. Make Otani bet on himself. Don't trade him away and give him to a contender that honestly probably doesn't need him. Look at both New York teams. You don't really need Otani. The Mets don't need him for what Otani should be used for, and that's a pitcher. The Yankees probably need him as a pitcher, but, you know, you would have a six-man rotation for the rest of the season, and that doesn't always pan out, especially in October in a short season. Whether In a short series, whether it's a best three out of five or a four out of seven, that's not going to work in October. It won't. And now if any other team does it, and they're probably going to use him purely for his offense, and it's just not a good idea.
It's just not. I don't hate Otani. He's brilliant. He's a, again, he is a unicorn. He is a superstar. But he but so far, since he's been in the US, it has been purely, purely individual success and not a lot of team success. I'm not saying Otani's selfish. I'm saying if he's that good, it would help the team even more. That's it. That's all I'm saying. That's purely was a rant. You can take it with a grain of salt if you want. For all you angel people, you can hate on me all you want. But right now, you should be fighting to keep your one attraction in Anaheim right now. Because otherwise, if he leaves and gets traded away, the only attraction you have left is Woke Disneyland. And that ain't going to work. Alrighty. With that, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, SoundCloud, uh, Samsung Music, and every way you can find this podcast or any way you can listen to this podcast. You can watch this show on Rumble. This is episode 3. I believe this is episode 399. So we are creeping up on four bills, 400 episodes of this podcast. But this is episode 399. Just go on rumble.com. Search for the username ADGERKE. That is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that searches into channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all, again, I believe this will be episode 398 episodes of this lovely podcast. If you want to follow this show on social media, you can either do it on Twitter for the post-show interaction at Austin underscore Gerke. You can follow the Facebook page, which is hashtag, the, or not hashtag, the Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. Or you can follow me personally on Instagram at Spamonti, or you can follow the show's hashtag. That's hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, to follow me directly on uh, on Instagram, just search for at Spamonti. That's A U S T I S P A M A N T I. And then on Twitter for post episode interaction, just search for at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter. Alrighty, guys, thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys Friday. Have a great weekend.